Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Oriemi, and this is another edition of Points in the Paint. Uh, all things NBA, all things basketball. It is good to be back. Uh, we are, again, for fantasy's sake, QC. Uh, feel free to follow us on Facebook. Um, my handle is below as well, at March0220. Um, and, yeah, so I'm going to touch on, on the NBA season. Um, it kicked off here a couple weeks ago, so we're about two weeks in now. Um and kind of just look over the, who were the top teams in the East and the West. Uh, and then we also have the NBA in-season tournament, which also started as well. Um, and that's new. I'll definitely touch on that as well. Uh, but, yeah, so the season kicked off, and we're about two weeks in so far um, on the Eastern Conference. As of today, Boston is 5-0. and Philadelphia is 4-1. and um, Atlanta is 4-2 and um, in the East. Orlando's four and two, Milwaukee's three and two, Indiana's three and three, Brooklyn's three and three, and Toronto is three and four, Cleveland's three and four, and then Charlotte at number 10 is two and four. Um, in the Western Conference, we have Denver at six and one, Dallas at five and one, Golden State at five and two, the Pelicans at four and two, uh, T Wolves at three and two, Clippers at three and two, Lakers at three and three. OKC at three and three, Spurs at three and three, and Phoenix at number ten at three and four. Um, so um, nothing really surprised me there. Um, and I guess between our last show, obviously the Clippers did indeed pull off that trade and ended up getting James Harden. Uh, they gave up uh, some pieces. They gave up some veterans, three veterans: Batum, Covington, and um, I can't remember who the third veteran is. Oh, Morris, one more Keith Morris, um, but. Uh, they did get James Harden, and he is slated to play tonight versus the Knicks. So um, we'll wait, kind of wait, see how the Clippers look, being able to incorporate James Harden into their mix of their players already. I think their starting five is going to be Harden, Westbrook, um, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and if you got Zubak at the center. Um, and that's good. You know, they got some size. Uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of sacrificing going on between uh, those four players, um, let's call them the four four Californian guys, because they're all four from Southern California. Uh, there's going to have to be some sacrificing if they want to see that work, but I think that can work um, when that comes together offensively and heck, um, defensively. Um, James Harden had to buy in, but I think they could be they have they have enough and still enough bench depth to come out the West if everybody stays healthy. Um, in the West, sticking in the West, um, the Suns are sitting at number 10, but Bradley Beal's been hurt. I don't think he's played all year. Devin Booker's been um, in and out of the lineups, too. KD's been the only one out of the big three there that's played every game. So you got to wait for them to get healthy to really kind of take a look at them. Um, OKC, um, nice young surprise. Um, they beat my Bulls on opening night, and they almost beat uh, Golden State here last week. They lost. Uh, by a last second Steph Curry layup, but OKC is definitely um, proving they're out for real. Um, Pelicans, you know they're going to do good as long as Zion's healthy. Um, Mavs will look good too at five and one. That's kind of been a surprise. Um, I might not think the Mavs would be that good right out of the gates, but um, looks like the Luka and, and uh, Kyrie Irving duos really um, paying early dividends. Golden State too surprising yet. Um, at five and two, um, Chris Paul off the bench, you know, it's it's seamless. Like he could literally come off the bench and have two points and like twelve assists 
and impact the game so much because he's getting those bench guys like Kaminga and Moses Moody, uh, Sarage. He's getting those guys easy buckets again and giving um, and just you know just you know kind of putting the pep in their step. You know they're playing with the veteran point guard. You know he's not looking for his offense. He doesn't have to at this point. I mean he could just facilitate, play twenty minutes and 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 just be highly highly efficient. And so, yeah, that's, you know, that's, there's no surprise there. Um, I have gotten a chance to watch the Spurs and win Biyama. And that's, uh, if he stays healthy, he's, man, he's, he's a load. You know, the, the skills are there, you know, to be 7-3 and be able to shoot threes and dribble and, and just play the way he plays. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, so if he stays healthy and the Spurs continue to build around him, um, I like their, they have a, two, a guard, shooting guard, Vassell, um, he's hurt, but he's good. And then they have Jeremy uh, Showtime. I'm not even sure. I probably butchered his name, but they have him as well. So they have some nice pieces. Kelvin Johnson as well. Um, maybe just adding a couple, a couple of veterans, and uh, maybe just maybe trying to find another star. But uh, look out for San Antonio here in the next coming coming years. Say maybe two to three years. Um, they'll probably be just where OKC's at. T Wolves, um, they're doing their thing too. They're three and two. Uh, well, um, jury's still out on them, but Anthony Edwards definitely probably taking that next step. So he's gonna, you know, be dynamite for them. And then they always, obviously, still always have um, Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. Um, Lakers, Lakers have dealt with injuries as well, and they're sitting at three and three. Um, so you really got to wait and see how some of these other guys come back. I don't think Jared Vanderbilt's played all year. Uh, Torian Prince started off the year doing really good, then he got hurt. So um, wait, we'll wait, for, wait for those players to come back to really take a look at the Lakers. But Nuggets have been rolling, you know, championship team, um, just playing on co- continuity. Um, they lost, obviously, they lost Bruce Brown, but you know that just opened up minutes for Christian, Christian Braun, and some of their other younger players. Um, bench players too. So Jokic is just the real deal. Jokic, Murray, um, Porter looks good. Aaron Gordon, they all look, you know, they're all playing well. So um, look for Denver to continue to be at the top of the West. Um, they have been for some, for some, some years now. Um, I think that's pretty much everybody in the East. I know CJ McCollum from the Pelicans. He's got a, a collapsed lung. I'm not sure what the conditions uh, called, um, but he's going to be out for a while, so we'll see what happens with the Pelicans. They're currently the fourth seed in the, in the Western Conference now. So let's take let's look over at the Eastern Conference. Um, look at the East. You know, Boston's the cream of the crop. Um, undefeated still. They're just you know rolling teams. Obviously, Kate Porzingis has been a great addition to their to their their team, their roster. He's shooting big man fits right in with Tatum and, and Brown. And then obviously still having Derek White being able to pick up Drew Holiday too was big too because he he's gonna help fill that void. You know, obviously by trading Marcus Smart and you know offensively Drew Holiday can hold his own. So that was just you know a great pickup and you see it paying dividends. Um, I do uh, if I have one worry about Boston is probably their their paint their interior paint their defense. You know, Porzingis is not exactly the best defender. I mean, Al Horford's older, thirty you know thirty thirty five. So when it comes down to the playoffs, 
you know, will that paint, you know, will, that, will they be able to hold, you know, they, tr they traded Robert Williams um, to Portland to get holiday. So we'll, we'll see how that, how that holds up. Uh, the Sixers four and one, you know, finally getting, getting rid of James Harden and getting out of that shadow. That's been good. I mean, I back three, uh, three solid veterans who should be able to contribute and, and help them win win regular season games. Batum was one of those veterans, and he still was playing at a high level. Uh, Covington can sh is a shooter. Um, he can help spread the floor with Embiid. He's 3 and D. And then Morris um, is very versatile. Um, um, we'll see what happens there if they keep all three of them. But uh, they definitely can help that Sixers team, as you see, alongside with Embiid and Tyrese Maxey and you know Patrick Beverly. Um, and kind of helped fill that void too. Not also by James Harden leaving, but PJ Tucker was a big loss as well. PJ Tucker's a great role player, great locker room guy. So um, they'll have to replace that as well in Philadelphia. Um, the Hawks, four and two. Um, haven't seen much of them, to be honest with you. So um, we'll see. Obviously, Trey Young, DeJunte Murray, um, those, those two um, guards, you know, they'll go as far as those two can take them. Um, and then I know they got some big man, um, some powerful who just signed the contract extension. I think he he gives them some good uh, some good minutes. I mean, obviously Clint Capella um, and um, the other pieces they have in Atlanta. So we'll be interesting to see. Probably gonna take a look at them right now and see who's been balling out for them. Um, Orlando, nice another another young team. Uh, Orlando could probably go like twelve deep. You know they have. You know, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, um, Markel Foltz, um, Mo, Mo Wagner, Franz Wagner, Paulo Boncaro, Wendell Carter Jr., Anthony Black, um, still got Jonathan Isaac. And this is just like me just saying this off the top of my head. You know, they can go like 12 deep. Gary Harris is another player they have. Um, so Orlando's just, you know, they can just – they could literally just wear wear teams down, and they're young too. You know what I'm saying. So as long as they know how to close out games, um, they'll be they'll be in thick. They'll be in um they'll be able to win their fair share of games. And that's one of the problems you see with young teams is they don't know how to close games out. But Orlando's just loaded, so I'm not surprised that um they're doing what they're doing now. Um, four and twos and sitting pretty. And I think their only two losses came to. The Lakers and the Clippers, and I think both of those games they're they're uh, they're in it. Uh, but yeah, we'll just be uh, we'll just have to kind of keep an eye on Orlando and see how they hold up throughout throughout the rest of the, the rest of the season. It's a long season. Um, they're a young team, so um, just looking at this Orlando or Orlando Atlanta roster now. Forgot they got. Bogdanovich, too. That's the other guy I was thinking of. Um, Wes Matthews, um, DeAndre Hunter, um, Clint Capella, Sadiq Bey. Um, yeah, they got some, uh, obviously, Trey Young. Yeah, oh, God, I'm thinking of Okongwu. Onyeka Okongwu is a power forward. Uh, but yeah, he's uh he's kind of helped step that step and fill that void that that John Collins left when they uh, traded him to Utah. So uh, good for Atlanta. Then we also have 
Milwaukee, and they've kind of gotten off to a slow start. Obviously, it's going to take Dane and Giannis time to kind of coexist. But, I mean, at the same time, too, losing Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday was a great defensive point guard, and Dane's not known for his defense. So their defense is going to take a hit. Their point of attack is going to take a, is going to take a hit. So teams might be able to penetrate or more, will be more willing to attack Milwaukee. If you can attack Milwaukee, get in that paint and force Giannis and Lopez and all the other their middle ten just force it to collapse. You can you, and you and you're a good three point shooting team like that. That's how you can beat Milwaukee. I mean, you got to obviously attack them on defense um, and out and slow them down offensively. But I mean, it might be kind of easier to run them through pick and roll, you know. So. Uh, they're gonna have to clean that up. Adrian Griffin's a defensive minded is a defensive minded player. He's and that's their new coach. So I'm sure he I'm sure they're gonna address that. But um just looking at off the top, you know, Milwaukee's three and two, and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with their defense. But it'll, you know, give it time. We'll give it time. It's only five games, it's a small sample size. Um same thing with Indiana Pacers right below them at three and three. Um Tyrese Hallenburton special. Um we'll see how some of these other pieces like Obi Toppin and Bruce Brown, how they how they're meshing. Um, for Indiana's already got going on, you know, Halliburton with uh, Miles Turner and with Buddy Heald um, and Benedict Matherin. That said that name right. Um, Brooklyn, I've seen some Brooklyn highlights. Um, ben Simmons has actually looked really good. Um, like you know, I'm seeing old Ben Simmons. You know, I'm seeing playmaking, seeing him, you know. Um, running the paint, going coast to coast, um, very active defensively. I do like what I'm seeing from him. Um, haven't seen him shoot a jump shot yet, um, but um, and I think he can he can be a little bit more aggressive offensively. Um, and I think he kind of has to pick and choose his points um, as, as in the moments when he you know want, wants to be the aggressive. But I think in spurts he can dominate the game. And I'm not asking him to be to give me 30 points, but just you know, hey, he can. He can he can give me he can do a six oh run on his own you know he can take three shots you know a lot of his shots you know he attacks anyways and he can he can he can go back door he can set picks um, I would love to see him take baseline threes I think if he was a baseline three point shooter and him being that size you know I think that that would definitely um, open up his game immensely not an attack but that's just me in my opinions. Um, and they also have Mikael Bridges, and they have um, Cam Johnson. I think Cam Johnson's been out um, in all the games I've seen. He had played, so he might, I think he might be injured. So, oh, and they got um, Cam Thomas, and he's a he's a certified you know he's a certified scorer. He comes off the he started now, but he's a scorer. So, I know. Um, Ben Simmons doesn't maybe have to feel the need to press the score, but I think there's certain points where he he should, you know, just step on people's throats, you know, and just, you know, just dunk dunk it to score, you know, like just you – know, but he, he impacts the game in other ways, though, so that's good for him. Um, Toronto, um, honestly thinking I got a buddy who's a Raptors fan. I think the, the Raptors are probably going to blow it up soon. That's the same thing with the Bulls, and I'm going to touch on them in a bit, but they're just, you know – you know they got the championship in 2019, and and they've probably maybe gotten out the first round once or twice since then. 
uh, they might have to look to kind of to blow things up, just rebuild around Scotty Barnes. Um, but everybody else can go, in my opinion, um, and just maybe keep Schroeder and, and Scotty Barnes and just rebuild. And Grady Dick, they're young, please, your young players, but Siakam, get um, Gary Trent Jr. They can, they he can go. Um, they can just get get back what you can. OGN and Obi is the same way. Cleveland, Darius Garland's been out, so they missed some games. Um, but we'll see what um, how Cleveland looks when when they're at full strength. Um, Mobley hasn't been playing um, that way yet. Donovan Mitchell's been balling. Um, he's been playing out. He's been playing out of his mind, and um, that's all I've seen from them so far. Um, Charlotte, two and four. Um, Lamelo, Rozier, those other pieces, but I just think they don't. I don't think Charlotte stresses defense enough. They're giving up 121 points a game. I think until Charlotte does that, then they 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 won't take that next step as a team. And I mean, I don't even know if they've been in the playoffs the last four years. The Knicks are two and four too. But you know the Knicks are turning around. Um, I think R.J. Barrett missed a couple games, and I know they lost a close game to Milwaukee. I was kind of watching the other day, but lost by five to Milwaukee. But the Knicks are turning around. The same thing with Miami. Miami's two and four, and I actually took Miami out of my top ten. But Miami's Miami just kind of coast through the regular season, and then obviously you know they do they're deadly in the playoffs. So I think that's what Miami is going to try to do. Um, they'll pick it up. Detroit two and five, Chicago two and five, and then Washington one and four. Um, sh- Chicago might have to have to blow it up to you know losing Lonzo Ball was was just was just it just sucks and we've had our our share of point guard injuries but man it's it's um it that hurts and then our player development department has not been has not been. Um, up to par, you know. You look at these other teams that get cast off players. Never players leave the Bulls, and we've been saying this for heck since I was a teenager. How whenever players leave the Bulls, they would they would suddenly just look so much better with another team. I mean, you go back to I can't even. You just go back <laughs> to all the players. Um, like when Tyson Chandler left, like Liz and went to the to the, the New Orleans and teamed up with Chris Paul. Like that's when he really took that. I mean, he really like blossomed and then he eventually won a championship. But like whenever players leave the Bulls and like their our player development is is wash, you know, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, you know, Desumu, like they should be further along in their development. So until so the the Bulls correct those things, we're gonna be bottom of the pack. Um, Detroit, I think Detroit's actually going to turn things around. They got some nice young talent, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Duran. They got some nice young pieces. I think Detroit will be will be more competitive. I think Washington's probably going to be the worst team. I don't even take them seriously. Kuzma and Jordan Poole, um, they both got their money. I think they're, and they're they're both, you know, like like to shoot and score the ball. And I think that the, they'll provide some highlights, but. I don't think Washington's going to be anything competitive. I think they might just be tanking. Maybe they try to get a top draft pick next, the number one draft pick next year, top draft pick, and get somebody. But um, who they have now: Kuzma, Jordan Poole, Daniel Gafford. They got some pieces, but they need 
They need a dynamic player. Um, I'm not sure who that is, but it's not. On, he's not on their roster now. They got some nice young pieces though. But um, Galinari, veteran. Um, <coughs> Tyus Jones, Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Poole, yeah. Danny Avita, those are these, and Bilal Colby, Daniel Gafford. I mean, they they need they need something, and they need the next like Winbiama, the next generational talent. Washington definitely, um, especially after shipping out Bradley Beal, um, and they could get them too, and just and, and fit them on and and fit them in there with these with the big contracts, but I don't think they're going to go anywhere with Kuzma being your second or your primary option. Kuzma's better being your – on a championship team, I would I will have Kuzma, like the Lakers, be my third option, sometimes fourth, but like, yeah, third, he could slot right in with like 18 points and like nine rebounds, and that'd be a good contribution, especially if he was an efficient 18. So yeah, we also have that uh, NBA in-season tournament, and I did some research on it. Um, I'll continue to talk about it because it's ongoing through this month, and I think it ends in December. So from what I've gathered so far, and I'm going to post an article on my Twitter feed that breaks it down much better, and obviously I'll continue to talk about it as it goes on. This in-season tournament, all 30 teams, um, there's three brackets in the East, three brackets in the West, five teams. Um, each team in the five bracket in the five team bracket plays the other four teams. Those are the group stages, and those go on through November. And then the top eight teams advance to the knockout rounds. The winner, winning team, each player receives five hundred thousand dollars. I think the losing team is two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then the third place team is like. Um, a hundred thousand dollars, and then the fourth place team is fifty thousand um, dollars. The whole purpose of it is for the NBA to kind of generate some excitement in the, in the, in the season, mid in early season. Um, has no bearings or anything on playoffs or anything. Um, just those, um, just a financial incentive. Um, and yeah, so I mean, the days of the tournament on certain on certain days, those games are are, are tournament games. So they're, ske- they're, they're scheduled, and that's with the funky looking courts, which are r- really weird. <laughs> uh, but uh, but um, but uh, yeah, and that's what I've gathered so far in my, in my short history. Again, it has no bearing on All Star or or or. Uh, playoff berth they talked about maybe um maybe giving the winner of a tournament an automatic playoff berth um that'd be interesting to see um especially to give a team that kind of early playoff berth that early in the season without them really i mean earning it what about like they they win that they win that tournament get a playoff berth and then like their roster gets injured or they 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 make trades i mean but you wouldn't have it, the teams playing their best basketball in the playoffs, but I mean, who knows? You know, who knows? It'll, it's I mean, it's just kind of a way to shake things up. That's what Adam Silver's been doing since he has took over as commissioner. So, um, no surprise there. And yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll just wait and see. 
Um, I saw some games, saw the Denver-Dallas game tournament. That one was pretty good. It was exciting. Um, it definitely had that feel. Maybe the courts did something to that, but it, it definitely the games felt a lot more intense, um, and that's what you like to see. Um, but, yeah, so there's that. Um, as far as MVP candidates goes, I mean, you have your usual suspects, Jokic, um, Giannis, uh, these guys are, you know, just playing high-level basketball, um, and and that should be expected. Um, LeBron, even at his advanced age, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry's, and his and his being thirty-five, you know, averaging thirty points. De'Aaron Fox, wow, averaging thirty-one points. Like, man, I remember there used to just be a couple guys in the NBA that would average thirty points, like one or two guys. Like when I first started watching the NBA, it was like. Maybe T Mac one year, Allen Iverson or something like that. Like, and now it's like the 30s become a new norm in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell, you know, 32, like you know, and like these guys are efficient, you know. Luka Doncic, 32, De'Aaron Fox, 31. I mean, there's five guys on that list that are averaging 30. <laughs> And the sixth guy, Kevin Durant, is 29.9. Like, like, you know, 30s become a new norm in the NBA. And those are your heavy hitters. Uh, Yes, Paul George is up there. Jokic, doing Jokic things. Yeah, your usual suspects, man. Um, AD. um, So, still kind of early to tell in the MVP race or anything. I mean, I I like I just you know I, I do love the way Joker Jokic plays and stuff like that. So it's all in and he how he he's super efficient, good playmaker. So like honestly, he probably is penciled in, you know, to win the MVP every year. But I mean, Luca's been kind of special. So only time we'll we'll see what happens, you know, as the season goes on. De'Aaron Fox has been special too, um, but we'll see how these records how these records shake up shake up and uh, kind of go from there. But yeah, I think let's see. I think that's all I had for tonight. Um, this quick scoring update: Warriors are leading the Pistons right now, sixty-seven, sixty-two. Uh, Pacers are blowing out the Spurs, eighty-six, sixty-one. Magic are beating the Mavericks 66-53. Yeah, the Magic are, are for real. 76ers are beating Wizards 75-58. Nets are beating the Bucks 61-58 second quarter. Yeah, the Nets defense or the Bucks defense since giving up, you know, Holiday is definitely, I mean, if you're almost getting up 70 points to the Nets. Heat and Lakers back and forth. Heat are up 47-45. Knicks Clippers 38-36. That's probably a good one. I might actually tune into that. Bulls are beating the Jazz 31-24. We we could take all the wins we can get. So hopefully we can hold on. Rockets and Kings 15-13. Rockets. Celtics are beating the Timberwolves 17-12. Thunder are beating the Hawks 20-19. And then the Nuggets and Pelicans square off later. And the Nuggets should be favored in that. Um. Should be favored in that in that game, and I'm gonna take this opportunity, and I won't say, it, um, but definitely if you're into sports betting, 
Um, check out my friend's page, Gotham Gambling. Um, he's definitely got some sports intel there for you. Um, and I'll drop that um, in the chat as well. Um, but yeah, definitely check that out if you want. Um, if you want that, if you want that kind of information. All right. So I think that does it for me for tonight. Uh, tune, tune in. I will tune in with you guys in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll touch up again um, on things NBA at that point. Uh, see how some of these teams are looking. Hope we get some of these players back. Um, there'll be some more. Uh, there'll definitely be some more of that end season tournament games between now and my next my next show. So definitely touch base with you on, on that. Um, don't anticipate any trades, but if anything happens. Uh, we'll kind of go from there. Again, I'm Sam Odiemi, and this is another edition of Points in the Paint. Have a wonderful evening. Signing off.